0: Hi everyone, Ayer here. Today is part two of how to smudge, and I actually am going to focus a little bit more on white sage itself. In part one, if you didn't, go ahead and listen to that one. I highly suggest it. In that part, I actually described the different types of smudges and their purposes, and that's going to be a key factor on deciding what type of smudging you would like for your space. Now let's dive into it. White sage is known as a cleanser, and it actually cleanses the atmosphere as well as the energy in an environment. What I mean by that is biochemically, when you are burning white sage, it dismantles the viruses that are lingering in the air, as well as kills the bacteria that is lingering in the atmosphere as well. So on just a chemical level, you are purifying The air around you. Secondly, sage is known for cleansing in an energetic field. This means any type of negative, hostile, or uncomfortable energy in a space is being physically pushed out on a level of physics on the quantum realm. This is what people ideally want whenever they go to smudge. Smudging is actually a very simple practice, but it is a sacred practice that we get from the Native American tribes. Because of this, I highly recommend that if you're going to introduce white sage into your process of your daily life or your spiritual life, that you bring great respect to the tradition as well as great respect to the native tribes themselves. This could be by supporting your local tribes or by growing sage yourself and making sure that the process is honored. Now, most people want to sage either a home, a house, apartment, an office building, or even a hospital to be able to purify the environment. When you go to do this, you can buy sage from your local markets or your local tribes in a four, six, eight, or 10 inch bundle. A bundle is just simply described as a smudge or a stick of herbs that have been dried and rolled together and then strung together with a cotton cord. It is very important to make sure the cotton cord is blessed or at least in a very pure cotton sensation. That way, whenever you are burning it, there's no toxins that are being released from the string itself. Sage bundles often might have flowers that are affiliated with different spiritual properties to add to the effect, or can even be dipped in other resins and herbs to be able to have an additional energetic effect. An instance in which this can happen is in Flying With Air, our stores, we actually have our white sage dipped in dragon's blood resin from a tree to make sure that it has not only the cleansing properties of sage, but also the protection qualities that you find in dragon's blood, which kind of gives you a washing your car and then waxing your car type of energetic feeling. Now, when you go to actually sage your place, I prefer to sage either on a full moon, a new moon, a solstice, or an equinox for heavy cleansings. This is kind of like the definition of spring cleaning, but we do it throughout the year. And this is a space where we're going to go through the entire environment to cleanse. Other reasons that you might want to cleanse a new space is because it is new. It is something that you're moving into. It might be a new apartment, a new meditation area. It might be a new house or a new office building but you want to make sure that any residual energy or bacteria that was lingering in the environment is pushed out, that way you get a fresh start. The last reason most people will sage a whole environment is because they feel a heavy presence in the environment. This goes back to residual energy that can range from anything from just uncomfortable to heavy celestial energy that is negative environment influencing. When that happens, I highly recommend we do what's called a four-part saging session, and I will get back to that in just a moment. Now, the process of saging itself. Once you've been able to ethically source your sage, you will go into the environment in which you plan to sage the space. I start in what's called the heart of the home. It is a very simple term that I use at Flying With Air to describe where you spend the most time. For families, it's most likely the kitchen or the living room or even a garden space. For people that live alone or couples, it might be their bedroom because that's where they sleep and that's where they spend the most time. Now once you've been able to identify the heart of the home or the heart of the area, like an office space might be the kitchen again or the break room, this is where we're going to start our staging process. Whenever you go to sage. You have a room. Most rooms can be square, which means we have four corners that we can work with from the ceiling all the way down to the floor. This is going to make our practice very easy. But if you have rooms that have more than four doors or that are open spaced, we'll get into that in just a moment. But just for the ease of clarity, let's go ahead and start in a room that has four walls and one door and maybe a couple of windows. When you go to sage an environment like this, we want to make sure that one of these windows or one of these doors are open while all the others are shut. And the reason for this is both for the chemical as well as the metaphysical. We are actually pushing out negative energy and it needs to go somewhere because energy can't be created nor destroyed, it must be transferred. And as far as chemically goes, if we have airflow from one area entering in, but then also from another area entering in, we're actually counteracting our purification process, and we're going to be chasing our tails, and that just doesn't sound like the end goal, right? So when we do this, we keep every door or every window shut except for one while you're cleansing this space. This will allow you, just like sweeping, to be able to push everything to a corner until eventually we can push it out. When you go to work through a room, I highly suggest finding where East is for your environment. If you're not sure, just think about whenever the sun rises. Where does the sun hit first thing in the morning? And most likely, that is East. And if you're more techie, you can pull out your phone's compass, and it will tell you exactly where East is. And this is because East is for beginnings, just like the sun rising in the morning, East is is the beginning um, direction. (laughs) So with that, I always start east and I work in a clockwise motion throughout the room. Clockwise, think analog clock, because I know that most people use digital clocks these days. As we're going throughout this room in a clockwise direction, we will go from the ceiling down to the floor as if we're painting the walls. This will cause the diffusion of the smoke to be very clean, almost like a windshield wiper across the area, and will help your smudge from not going out as quickly. Now, I will take a pause because this is a great opportunity to tell you how to light your sage. Lighting your sage is very simple, but I highly recommend that you actually use a candle over a lighter or a match. The reason being, is that when you use sage, you wanna make sure that you're turning it into the fire in a 360 direction. This means that the embers on the sage smudge itself will be in every single side of the circle, giving you a very even burn overall. You do this by turning your sage as if it was a rotisserie across the candle. If you do this with a lighter, You're only going to be able to burn one side of your smudge at a time, and eventually you'll have a very uneven smudge Or even a smudge that doesn't want to burn as well because it's scorched on one side The match Just tends to be very unsuccessful for many different reasons But we can go ahead and say it's going to be much like the lighter system Where it's only burning one side and not giving you this even burn that you're going to like whenever you go to actually sage your space. Okay, so now that we've covered a little bit about how to light your sage, let's go back to our room. Once our room has this clockwise cleansing throughout it, we're going to be at our portal again, or back to east. East is where we're going to be able to move into the next room. At this point, I want you to close the door that you had open. You will be moving through your home at your desire being able to cleanse each room just like that first room. If you have a space that has more than four walls, start at whatever location you require as being the most east, closing all doors and windows except for the one that you decide to push open. At no point, open up a door of a room that you've already cleansed until the entire space is cleaned. Once again, think of it like sweeping. You don't want any dust to get back into the area that you already cleaned. Once you are done with every single space in your home or in your office, you have two options. You can either snuff your sage and save it for later, or you can leave it burning at the beginning of the home. This means that whoever enters the home or leaves the home is being cleansed as if somebody is taking off their shoes at the door energetically. Your smudge will naturally want to go out every five to 10 minutes. And because of that, unless you're using an additive like copal or charcoal, which you can find both at Flying With Air if desired, you will need to relight that smudge. Just remember when you do this to make sure you're doing that 360 turn across the sage bundle. There is a spiritual element to your sage itself, and there is an even religious element to saging. The spirituality we covered whenever we said about the energetic exchange of pushing out negative energy and almost starting at what I call a net zero. Net zero, fresh start, right? Versus the religious aspect is going to really depend on who we're talking to and who is actually doing the saging itself. Most people, whenever they're going to SAGE, will set what's called an intention. An intention is very clearly defined as what is the motivation that we want to have in this area. Is your intention to start again? Is it a fresh start? Is it to be able to cleanse the space from any negative entities? Is it be able to make it a meditational space? Only you are going to know what your actual intention is. Now, intentions get described as being mantras, affirmations, or even prayers, and that is the religious aspect of saging. A mantra might be something like, this space is mine, this space is mine, this space is mine. An affirmation would be more along the lines of, this space is giving off great energy, or this space is a beautiful place for meditation, versus a prayer is going to be an exchange with either God, the universe, or angels to come into your space and bless it and to have their thy will. No matter what you decide to have as your intention, it can be healthy for you to introduce this into your practice, religious or non-religious. From here, you are on your own and you have all the tools you need to be able to properly sage your place. If you have any other questions, please reach out to us directly at Flying With Air and we'll be there for you. We even provide services where we go to sage different spaces and add protection or any of those other smudges that we introduced in part one. Until then, thank you so much for healing and growing with me.